When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. Couldn't say it all. Couldn't say it all. <laughs> nope. Oh, turn that up, baby. Turn it up. Hopefully he didn't wreck right there. <laughs> if we're on the air next week, hallelujah. Oh, don't scare listeners like that. Hey, man, you're supposed to have a fun time. You're supposed to have a party, <laughs> and that's what we have. It's the Wagner Bar. 149, 1019 AM, twelve sixty. Every hour brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations, the guy that pays us to say all the crazy things that we say. Well, Tom he, McKay. He did kind of help us pay our own way last so week look, with exactly. those picks. I'm just saying, exactly. man. Thank you again for you the all, extra cash. <laughs> you all thought I was bullcrapping you. No, right? you've, like, been, you've been preaching, Tom. We've ha- we've been doing it for three years. Yeah. We've been doing it for three years. McKay's been coming on here and giving you picks. All right, and we got him coming on next week too. He's already signed off. He said, "Yeah, I can come on." Nice. Well, the dude, he he's he's either in Boston, New York, Chicago. Yeah. He's always doing bit, and now he's going, you know, going into. Uh, I'm sure he was at uh, Game Louisiana. Seven for Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah. But beyond that, like when he's not when he's not taking in, you know, his favorite pastime, which is hockey, mm-hmm. not baseball. When he's when he's taking in his his favorite pastime, when he's not doing that, he's making business moves with. Uh, with with franchise restaurants and stuff like that with his with his business with audiovisual consultation. So, I mean, there's 
the, the dude's always got something going is what I'm trying to say, man. So nice yeah, so have I'm a big trying, portfolio. Right. I'm trying to have the guy in whenever we can. Yeah. I mean, next thing you know, he's going to be running something in Vegas because he, he – that's my point, Smash. He doesn't even give it like that much research, dude, and he hits. Like when I think about questioning his his logic and his theories, he hits. And I'm just like and like he'll just hand me he's like, hey, you want picks tonight? Within ten minutes he hands me numbers and I'm like, There's no way in hell I'm playing these. You know what I mean? Like I just asked him for these. You know what happens? It hits. <laughs> So I don't get, like, he must have the damn sports almanac that Michael J. Fox found and Biff got a hold of. You know what I mean? I, like, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know if he's, you know, Is tapping into something else or something like that. But but Tom McKay hit. If you're not following Tom McKay for audiovisual consultation purposes, you need to follow Tom McKay <laughs> for your sports betting purposes for for NHL. I'm I'm serious. Yeah. I I can no longer stress enough how dumb you you guys are for missing out on the opportunity. It, it's I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but it's almost a guarantee. I mean, it's pretty good. What he went four for four. Yeah, I mean four for four in hockey. Yeah, playoff hockey. He gave, that. he gave he gave you lines and numbers and hit. I'm he still gave baffled. You scores. Man. He he the scores hit. I know I'm baffled still, man. I'm just like that. That that was like the perfect game. Like you know how pitchers come out for nine innings, perfect. That that those four games, perfect. Uh, I'm just I'm still bamboozled. <laughs> Who's um we we didn't get we touched on it. I asked the question, but I don't think I got an answer. What was your biggest surprise in the NFL draft? Biggest surprise. Biggest we, surprise. I know we talked a little bit about it in our number one. I was, I was going to say the Cowboys taking a tight end in the second round. I mean, personally. How about, but, how about were you surprised that Deuce Vaughn went to the Cowboys? Or was that kind of I writing was, on the wall? I was elated, honestly, because I was, you know. Best story of the draft. Oh, yeah, easily. But did you, did you kind of figure that out? Did you kind of think that that was coming because you knew that Chris worked for the Cowboys? Not, not necessarily. Just because, you know, it's just not a guaranteed thing. And it's like every team has different needs, but obviously the Cowboys, I, they, it doesn't look like they're going to splash cash on a running back. And, you know, I think Jerry Jones really prides himself on trying to find, uh, you know, diamonds late in rounds. Something that you know he he had been known for uh, for you know decades ago, and I think he still believes that he still has that ability. But with Vaughn, I think he you know he he hit the diamond this time, and that's how I feel. And I'm I'm elated that he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy because you know you I'm seen, not. I'm not. Well, I mean, yeah, because you're a Giants fan, but but me personally, I'm like yes, yes, this this with him and, and choice. I mean, it's it's going to be a pretty strong backfield. I feel very confident with having that extra uh, you know weapon around now. Um, Pollard, right? Oh yes, yeah, sorry, that's, that's right. no, choice. No, oh man, I'm way hey, out. Man, Pollard, you, yes, man. You, you it's gonna lot, be a long Sunday, today. dude. You got a lot going on today, man. You got the fight coming up. You know, can we talk about the fight real quick? Bill? Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, do you, you want to give these tickets away? Yes, or can I? Can we do it? Can, How do you want to give them we, away? Well, since you got to fight for it, all right. Not not like literally. like in a pit. Not literally, like but figuratively. Figuratively, okay. like you just can't hand them away. Like okay. we got to make it somewhat of a competition with our. With yeah, our I got five pairs here. to give away. 
I want to. Mark Coleman, the UFC legend, is going to be in attendance. Which fan has the biggest dictionary? Which fan has, or excuse me, which fan has the most extensive dictionary out there or vocabulary? I'm kidding. I don't care about that. I was trying to make a play on on words. No, 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 I see what you were going for. Um, I was like, I, I mean, like the look on your face, the look of disgust. Because I was like, the the like like the disappointed. No, not, yeah, I was I, like, I'm trying to just figure out, like, where is he rolling with this? The, is he talking about encyclopedia? The look you gave me was <laughs> was how my father looked at me when I was born. You remember that? No, <laughs> I was all like, "Wow, man, your no. memory is amazing." No, I'm just like, no. Yes, at, at inception, I, I was. I, re- I have a recollection of memory. The light. Oh, the light. it was warm. <laughs> then there was mother. Oh, I'm sorry. Then the doctor yoked something. Uh, there, there goes my ambiguous. What? One more time. English is hard. Ambiguous. Damn it. I'm like, I'm not even going to try because I can't say it right and now biblical either. Cord? I got um, it. They, thank, got you, it. thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. Got it. Got it. Finally. Whew. All right. English is tough. English it, is tough. No, it, it really is. Especially early on Sunday, man. We've been going at it for like three hours now. So let's talk Let's talk fight night or fight day. Fight, oh, yeah, yeah. Melee fight fighting night. championships. You know, I got five to, five pairs of tickets to give away. I was five saying pairs. Can you give away? Or you can give all five away? Uh, I'm trying to. On this show. Yeah. We still Look can. at you. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was just having people text in. If they want to go to the fight, just text in. I'll leave your name, you know, at the door, just like Jerry Glanville left tickets for Elvis back in the day. You're going to be my guest. So make sure, you know, you're on your decent behavior. I expect you to have fun and be rowdy. But there's going to be two amateur. Beer, two, two beer minimum, requirement please. before you get there. <laughs> two beer requirement before you pick the tickets up. If you don't, if you don't have two beers, you can't come. You you can't. Yeah, yeah. You, just just tell them that you're you here. can't come in. You can you cannot be admitted. Okay, anyway. okay. You want the tickets? Yeah, just leave me your name, uh, first you're name. Give all five to oh, this one. Well, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to give all five. Give them a pair. I'll tell you what. If if they don't come, if they don't come, we will uh, we'll give them all five. Oh yeah, no, no. I know you're good for it. You know what I mean? Like if 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 we don't have, if if the fans don't come and ask for the five tickets, we will give this guy five tickets if you want to. Yes, yes, definitely so. So the the person that texted so you want to go, leave your name, first name, last initial <laughs> at least, or your last name if you feel comfortable doing so, and on the text line here, just text back in, and I'll make sure that your name is left at the door for those two tickets. All right, we go to maybe the, possibly more. We, we and we will come back. We will touch back on this, but we got to go to the Vicaros Cafe and Cantina Hotline right now. Welcome on our guest, Keenan Womack from Orange Bloods. You can find him on Twitter at Keenan Womack. Keenan, my brother, what's going on, man? How are you doing? It's been a couple of weeks, man. Long time no talk. How is everything? It has been. How are you guys doing? Well, living the dream, amigo. Good to have you on the show today, That's man. Good. We got a lot of Longhorn news to talk about. You want to talk gridiron first or hardwood? You tell me what we're talking about. You're the guest. It's like it's like me being at uh, you. Have, it's like you being at my house and eating Captain Crunch in front of you. You know what I mean? And not having you. <laughs> you and the Captain Crunch, man. You gotta have it. It's the only thing that's in. Dude, you know what I did with ice cream the other day? Oh, you sprinkled just the vanilla it over? ice cream, crushed up the Captain Crunch, Crunch berries, and sprinkled it. Just give you a little bit of sprinkle. See, on it. we can make our own Amy's ice cream. Walk the plank and jump into the vanilla pool. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. All right, Keenan, I'm sorry about that, man. You can get me down a rabbit hole no of Captain Crunch and ice cream, and I'm done. Um, all right. Yeah, no brother, so let's, uh, you, you know, you lead the way, amigo. You lead the way. 
Uh, yeah, what are we talking? Uh, Let's start with the NFL draft. College. How do you yeah, feel about draft? the Longhorns in the draft and how, uh, you know, Johnson was available, obviously Bijan, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, some other players also coming out. How did you feel about UT and how the Longhorns are coming? Kind of we had Keenan Coburn go last night, too, mm-hmm. yesterday as well. Yeah, so um, there was a few. Uh, so Bijan, obviously Roshan, uh, Demarvian Overshone, uh, and then Ojemo and Coburn, I believe. Those were the five. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Think, What's with right? that big yawn, man? I thought you'd be excited about this. Oh, I'm excited, brother. I just uh, maybe late a night? little tired from last night. Yeah, yeah maybe I'm, a little. Okay, I'm a little, I'm a little late, late right? And, yeah, you guys. Those of you guys that don't know by now, avid listeners of the show obviously know and follow Keenan's work. But Keenan is a writer for Orange Bloods, and not just that. Like yeah. he. He, dude, the the guy dabbles in everything. He writes soap operas. He writes um he writes stuff for for yep. movies out there. So I'm kidding. He's that talented. Oh yeah, he's always busy. He's that talented for sure. This sounds no, like he had a, an extra late night last night. <laughs> Man, it wasn't too late. It was maybe like twelve thirty one. I'm just I'm just a sleepy guy, you know. Just in general. <laughs> All good, my man. All good. So, yeah, let's talk about some of the Longhorn talent that left off of the 40 acres uh, into the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, like we talked about uh, in the first hour, man, it's great to see offensive production from uh, Texas get drafted. It's bittersweet, of course, because uh, we'd love to have Bijan around one more year, but that's just not allowed to happen. Um but to see Bijan Robinson get drafted in the first round, uh, the first Texas Longhorn from the offensive side of the ball since 2006, um, it is one hell of a trend. Hopefully the trend can continue. Uh, but to see the Longhorns, as many Longhorns as there were, get drafted uh, in this NFL draft of 2023 is just a, a, a really refreshing and just a happy thing. All I can say is that I'm, I'm just, it's bittersweet, but I'm happy to see that, that amount of talent leave our institution uh, to go play professional ball. Um, it's not like the talent and caliber of Georgia yet, but that trend is starting to set, right? When we start to see these, uh, these all Americans start to go in the first round, uh, you know, or, or like your, your club, your university players from your university start to leave in the first round. Like Georgia is, that's when you know that the, that the wine is finally has finally become ripe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, um, teams in college are built off NFL talent. That's how, that's how you become good in college. You get, you get players that get drafted highly. And, you know, when you're starting to get guys drafted in the first 10 picks, like Bijan, um, it's definitely um, an indication of upward uh, movement for your program. Uh, you know, I mean, did you just say they didn't have an offensive player drafted in the first round since 06? Yes, 06. that's correct. Since 06. That's crazy. Yeah, so definitely. They've had defense. in the right direction. They've had defense, man, but they have not had sure. offense. Yeah, and you got to be happy with Overson going to the Dallas Cowboys because I know I am. I was really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, and. Demo was an Orange Bloods athlete as well, so uh, we're familiar with him. He's a very funny guy, very, uh, very like uh, charismatic personality. So he'll be a fan favorite, I'm sure, in uh, in Dallas, and uh, he can he can wear the same fit. I don't know if you saw, but I posted that picture of him. Um, it was like before a certain game, but he was wearing he lo- he looks like 
do a uh, Denzel Washington a Book of Eli where he has like the black cowboy hat and like the duster and all that. Love it. Looks very cool. Very hard. Yeah. So um, he doesn't even have to change the outfit because it works with the Dallas Cowboys too. And I was going to say he doesn't need to change numbers either because number zero is available in the NFL this season. That's right. Good point. Yeah. Legit. All right, Keenan, from the gridiron to the hardwood, man. I know that there was a lot of news sure. going down. There's some stuff going down in the transfer portal as well. Let's talk about some of the new members that are coming to the 40 Acres. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, two big sign, um, pickups this week with uh, Caden Shedrick, the Virginia center who committed uh, last Sunday afternoon to play for Texas. And then uh, Max Abemus from Oral Roberts, who's originally from Dallas, who went to my high school, Dallas Jesuit. So shout out to the Jesuit Rangers. But um, uh, he, he's like a kind of a scoring guard, like a fill it up volume scorer, really uh, efficient three point shooter. Um, not not super big. He's about six. He's about six foot, something like that. But he's a really effective scorer. Um, and he's a huge pickup for Texas basketball. It's definitely uh, that's definitely a step in the right direction. That's what I love to hear, man. And we also got news, and it feels like whenever we get off the air, that's when most of the news breaks. You know what I mean? Like around the one right. o'clock era. Uh, we also found out that uh, Desu will be returning to the forty. Gotta love what's going on there as well. Oh, yeah. Dylan DeSue uh, was such an important part of the run last year, especially in the uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament. I mean, he went crazy. He had 28 points, um, you know, against against Xavier. So, uh, you know, it was unfortunate he had to miss the last game. I think things may have gone differently had he played. But um, I think it's really good to get him back, um, especially when you can put him next to Caden Shedrick, who's more of a defensive center. Um, I think it works really well to have those two guys next to each other. What is some of your, I guess, some of the most impressive news that you got this at, or throughout this week that you can share with us on the Wagon Wire this week? Uh, what kind of news, you said? Sorry, most, impre- most impressive news, some of the news that stands out and jumps off the page to you the most. Oh, um, yeah, I think it's really getting those three guys locked in because, I mean, that's your core for next season, you know. You lose so many guys uh, when you go on a run like the team did last year, you know. You lose Carr, Allen, Rice, um, Bishop, you know, you lose a bunch of talent like that. It's really important to get any of those guys back, especially a guy who who was such an important offensive player. Because you can play Shedrick and uh, and Desu next to each other, and you get sort of a mix. You get like a good defensive center, and you get a good uh, offensive forward. So I, I think it's a really good pickup for for Texas to have landed Shedrick because he's such a good defensive center, and he's going to really set the tone uh, defending the rim. With Shedrick coming in now, of course, I mean, I hate even that I'm going to ask this, but I I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't, dude. What are the chances to at least get back? What are the chances that this is a Sweet 16 team next year? I, I'm saying I'm sorry. Like, I know that we're not even in. You know, brother, you know how I am, man. I'm a, I'm the biggest dreamer. I'm so, I'm, you know, I'm the hopelessly ro- romantic or, you know, in sports we call them hopelessly, hopelessly optimistic uh, fans. Sure. But, I mean, dude, I, you know, I, I eat, breathe, you know, eat, bleed, and breathe, uh, burn orange, just like the rest of us, man. And, I, you know, I, I was, I 
be honest with you, I was a little let down. I was a little let down that we didn't take home, you know, the the hardware. Uh, I thought that this was sure. a team poised to do it, and uh, I'm not going to be satisfied. And I'm not going to be happy until we do it because I believe that we have. I believe we have the ability to do it. Uh, I think this ball club is poised uh, to make a good, solid run next year. What are the chances and the realistic chances that this team can uh, can repeat uh, the success that they had and at least get back to the Sweet Sixteen? Well, I think it's really hard to tell this early because the roster is just not fleshed out yet. You know, there's only, I think, six guys on the roster at the moment, um, or seven. Um, so the thing's going to look a lot different, uh, you know, come... Very different landscape, for heck, sure. Heck, even a, yeah, yeah, even a month from now, things will look much different. So um, I, think it's, I think it's a little hard to tell now. I do like the pickups that they made because um, I think they all work well together. Uh, which is super important, obviously, uh, you know, chemistry and all that stuff. But I really like that they got them that they got themselves um, a rim protector like Shedrick. I think that that's a big deal. I think that's an important step forward for a team um, that wants to make a run deep into the tournament. All the teams that do well seem to have good rim protection, so that's uh, that's a big step in the right direction. I think. Uh, moving forward here in the next coming weeks or hell and just in the month alone, what's uh, some of the focus that you think Longhorn Hoops needs to be uh, needs to be targeting, needs to be on? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously one of the reasons the team was so good last year is uh, they had so much depth. You know, I mean, they were just – they had basically eight or nine guys that could start at other schools. And so I think the important thing to look for would be to – find uh, guys who can come in off the bench and be productive pieces because it's not all about your starters. You know, your bench plays a bunch of the game too. And um, it's really important to have guys who are capable uh, at least at, you know, something out there. So whether they're volume scorers or defenders or rebounders or whatever, um, it's important to have depth. So, I think what the focus is going to be over the next few weeks is to try to bolster some of that depth have guys that can come off. The, I mean, if you remember that Serge Barry Rice coming off the bench, and he was right. you know one of their best players. So I think it's important to have depth, and that's what the focus should be over the next few weeks. All right, Keenan. Any last save rounds? But any uh, pieces that you're working on before we get you out of here? We're coming up on our break, brother. Oh yeah, yeah no worries. Uh, no, nothing in particular, man. I'm I'm at Keenan Womack on Twitter. Um, I really appreciate you guys having me on. As always, love you guys, and. Um, you know, that's that's really all I got going on. Um, I hope you guys uh, are ready for more NBA playoffs because I'm excited for that as well. 100%, man. Any uh, any surprises, any shockers in the NBA tournament right now that uh, kind of caught your eye? Uh, I, I like what the Lakers are doing to the uh, the Grizz. I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I mean, you know me. I'm a big LeBron fan. Right. I was going to so ask like, you, can yeah. he do it? Can he put him on his back one last time? I think, I mean, he's 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 LeBron, so I think he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> right. No, no kidding, man. He's uh, he's the king for a yeah. reason. Hey, man, you're the king of writing, that's for sure, man, and reporting things ah. on the Longhorns, man. He is Keenan Womack. You can find him on Twitter at Keenan Womack, writer for Orange Bloods and all things. Texas sports joiner of the wagon wire frequent joiner of the wagon wire and uh, one of our obligatory go-tos for all things Texas man hey thanks for spending your time with us this Sunday man we appreciate it brother 
All right, man. Peace. You later. There he goes, man. One of the best to do it. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Keenan Womack, like I just said. And uh, we got to go pay some bills, and I got to pee. So it's the Wagner Wire. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to the Wagner Wire, 104.9, 1019 AM, 1260. You stream it live at hornfm.com. And like I just told Sonny Hinojosa, when you're in a chair, you don't get out of it. When you're in here, you don't leave until I let you out. Yeah. You know, as, a, as an ex-pro wrestler, I was always taught, bring your, your gear with you uh, if you're going to go see a random show because you just never know when somebody's going to drop out and you need to fill their spot on the card. And it, it, it did happen. And it happens almost in every uh, facet of, of life, I think. You just got to be ready to take your opportunity when it, when it comes. I've been watching so much wrestling lately. Memoirs of wrestling. Oh, through I mean, TikTok. Oh, which through is TikTok. Wild. It's, it's wild. Like, it's I like, don't know why that's in my algorithm, though. Because <laughs> you know I mean? like you've that's... probably been talking about it on this show, and it's like, you know, your phone, your FBI guy is listening to you. Ding! And it's like, oh, he wants this in the algorithm. Okay. And they just kind of push it in there. But I was oh. like, yeah, man, there's always room for some pro wrestling in my watching, world. Watching, uh, I don't know if it's a playback or not, but watching um, Baylor and Texas in women's volleyball. Oh, no, definitely a playback. But I mean, our, the UT women, uh, the volleyball team is amazing. I mean, I wish I would have time. I usually have to work the same time that they play, so I never get a chance to go live, but I would like so to see them play. When I was a student on the 40, like I used to get the package to mm-hmm. where you get the basketball and you get the volleyball yeah. on, on the student package together, which was all, like it was a, worth your money, you know what I mean? Because you can get decent seats. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be like first come, first serve. Like, so as soon as you get there, you can just rush in and get to the front of the student section. It was pretty, pretty wild. Uh, let's talk about our... You know, we we talked about some soccer across the across the pond in in the Prem, in Premier League. Um, we didn't finish up on it though. Uh, it is clearly Man City's. Type I'm hoping to run with. I'm hoping for have, what, yeah, what they should win. You really think the Gunners are going to pull this off? No, no, no. They're awful. But it, Arsenal is going to Arsenal. But champ, champion, champ, Champions hear. League is where I'm concerned because they have to play Real Madrid. And Real is not the Real that they use. They got Vinicius, and he's amazing. And Benzema, you're obviously, right. no, he's still right. dangerous. Still, yeah, he's still. And, and Luka Modric, if, if those legs, just, I don't know how yeah, he's still going. He he still has the gas in the engine. 60? It feels like it, right? He's, no, I don't want to do that. Somebody did that to me this past nah, week. I think and I he's. Didn't like that. I think he's thirty-eight. But I mean, like I'm 38. I know how my legs feel after I play, just like a couple of pickup games. I right. can't imagine going against the best players in the world. Right? Yeah. God. 
And to yeah. be competitive at that elite level at that age, I mean, Multiple that's just... matches a week. Yeah, I mean, that's just amazing fitness. And, you know, genetics as well. It's, and testament to the recovery team. Yeah, for the, Real Madrid. To the, to the medical team, that's but, sure. but it's going to be a great clash. If you don't like soccer or you're just trying to get into the sport, because I know there's some new That'd listeners out there, that's the game you that's need to watch, to watch this week. Um, and it, it's right it, during your late lunch time, so you can a, take a late lunch or early work day. That's a match that could end in one nil, and you and you'll be like, "Yeah, I got everything I needed out yep. of it." You know, what I mean, like you'll see great defense out of it, and you'll see a, a remarkable finish, maybe even a magical finish. If it's a if it's a it three can come two, from Benzema, it can come it, from Holland and on you, the and other you side. Have no idea. <laughs> yeah, of man, where the firepower on both it these teams. It could be three two, could be three one, but regardless, it's going to be a, a one nil match. It's still going to be a fantastic match between these two clubs. Is my point. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's like the NFC Championship game, essentially. You know, one game away from the European Super Bowl, essentially of soccer, and it's just all like I, as a City fan, just like I would be as a Cowboys fan, I would be nervous. Right. Because no matter how good they can be going into that game, you just never know. Yeah, you you just don't. I, I know mean, they have to play twice, but you know you just you just and don't that know. Aggregate, that aggregate. Can oh, get they got you rid too, of the man. aggregate this oh, year. Thank you. That so was, so so that that slipped my mind. That thank definitely you. helps a little bit, but I mean it does make both teams more aggressive from the jump in each game. But once you go ahead, you know, in soccer, that may, that forces the other team to attack, and then they leave themselves susceptible to being. Countered attack, right, and then exposed. goals can be yep. stacked up, and then you build that big advantage before you head to the second leg, and then your team, you know, like Bayern Munich, like against City, they were down by five goals. There was no way to make up that in another game. It was impossible. All right, let's switch from international to domestic here. Uh, Dos Equis, please. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to go with uh, Cerveza de Austin. So um, well, let's talk about our, our, our club here. One hell of a comeback. I thought... It was looking rough. Man. Rough. It was looking rough early. Go as, ahead. As, a, right. as a commentator, I try to go easy on officials just because like, they already have a tough enough job I, I and stuff. But I, I, and I know where you're going. Yeah, but last night's match, I mean, I don't think just it's, being it's in warranted. Austin. It's warranted. Yeah, I don't think just being an Austin FC fan saying this, but just being a fan of sports in general, that was not a well-officiated match. I was surprised by the lack of yellow cards handed out to San Jose, especially how rough and how... Reckless or challenges were uh, against our players and the and fist on, fight. And then on, right, but <laughs> then the on the flip side, and then on the flip side, and I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to talk about spilled milk already, but it does feel like it's very easy to pull a card out on an Austin FC player, does it not? I was really surprised when it did happen, considering how chippy the San Jose Earthquake players were. In their I, challenges. I I, see, but that's my like. I wasn't. And I'm like, what was like, it warranted for? Unless they were talking or something. But even then, I'm just saw like the physicality was there. The late challenges were there. The cards were never presented. And I mean, again, there was like a a, 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 a small little melee that broke out amongst the players near the end of the match. And yellow cards were issued after the but match. That's because of the ref. I mean, the ref lost control of the match. Yes, and the then, official then, lost control. Exactly, of the match. and that's on them. I was just like, but, this is supposed to be top one match t- thing, though. No, uh, no, and, and, this is, this is a trend yeah, that we're and I'm just all like, I don't know, it was just a run of bad luck with bad officiating, or or we just happened to get their worst game, their worst day during our worst games, or what what's going on? But yesterday night was a little too egregious, you know. It was it, it was just too cut and dry to see that. Uh, it looked like there was. I'm not saying there was a bias, right? But it just oh, saw like the how is there? How can you? But I'm just how saying that the calls felt a little one sided right. yesterday. See night, how okay? you, but it, we, this isn't the last, and I'm not. Of course, this is an Austin sports show, right? This yeah. is an Austin sports radio show, 
and we're supporting our hometown. But how can you not feel that? Like you felt it a little bit in the latter part of the season last year, right? Yeah. And you're just like, wait, are they trying to keep us out? Like, are yeah. they really trying to keep us out? I, and it's carried over. Like it, it, it wouldn't it. It wouldn't be that significant if it just died at the end of last year, but it did carry over, all right? And then you start to question, like, after match, after the third week, you're just like, is this really happening? Like, this ain't really happening. Like, that, that was kind of sus. That was a pretty easy yellow. That was a very easy yellow. All right, that was soft. Okay, yeah. week, five, week five. All right, that was soft. What's yeah. going on there? Some of those. What's up? All right, now you're starting to question the, the the stuff that you're asking starts to come real, and now you're starting to question yourself. Like, am I crazy? Is, is this a self fulfilling well, prophecy? Like, yeah, what the hell's going on? We we had one guy get it was Reddit's actually because he got the start yesterday. No, was it? Oh yeah, yeah Rodney Reddit yeah. started yesterday. He he got kicked in the face while challenging for a ball yeah, that usually spite. warrants at least a yellow card, spite. if not a red, right? But he gets the yellow. Uh, there is no yellow present. I'll take that back. He just gets kicked in the face, right? And then there's another late foul. There wasn't foul. even a caution smash. There wasn't even nah, a warning. Nothing. And then there was another foul later on in the match where uh, another rough challenge, something similar. And I think he only – no, he didn't even present the yellow then either. So I was just like, okay, this I, he's letting them play, but he's not letting them play. But, you know, in lieu of all that, though, uh, an exciting game just because, uh, you know – Goals have been hard to come by this season, and to get multiple goals in this match, you know, despite it finishing a draw, felt amazing, especially for this fan base. What's the remedy? What What's the result? Like, where do we get the goals from? Because we talked about it last oh. year, right? The goals were only coming being supplemented from one person, from one source. Yeah. Right? It, now, now, we, this but, is the problem that you and I both talked about out of the rate, out of this room, like over beers and stuff. Like we were talking about this. If if, if if anyone besides Darusi actually steps up, this club is is untouchable. And, and that was what was great to see yesterday night because you had Redes getting the opening assist to Emiliano Rigoni, who, you know, we were waiting for him to have that breakthrough, and he had his first goal last night for this club. And that's what it takes, you the, know? Exactly. It's a domino effect that's with these things. Question. Is that the flood? Will that be the flood opening Man, up? They, that's a lot of pressure off the back and relief, right? I, I think your first one, you're always like, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? Yeah, and, and I think that definitely not helps. That know, not that I know from professional Yeah, soccer. but you know, but it helps relieve the safety valve. You're all nervous. You're all pent up. It's like you have this, this weight on your shoulders, the albatross around your neck, and finally it's removed. And now you can just, you know, free flow. You can just play your game now. Right. Like, you silence right. the that's, critics already. You can play your game. I love what you said. You can play your game. You don't have to look for your goal. You know what I mean? You can just look for your flow. And like we mentioned before, you know, even with Driussi, even when he first came here, you know, he came midway throughout the season. It's just like Rigoni. It took a little while to kind of get adjusted. He didn't make a an exclamation mark as soon as he arrived. It took a little while. And I, and again, like we mentioned last week, there's still plenty of season left. They expanded the playoffs. Right. You don't have to be at the very top at the table you at the end of the get, thing. You're you just right. got to get in. You just got to get in. You're right. You're right. So I don't care how we get in. But I hope we get there because it looks like this team is starting to get on the up and up. And what really helped out last night, Cascante, he was playing more of a uh, defender, like almost sweeper defender role. And I, I noticed that he was able to take charge from that position. He was able to win back a lot of loose balls for us. And they looked a little more sound on defense. Now, obviously, did they have a few collapses? Yeah, because it's soccer and all it takes is one mistake on the defensive end. And then the other team has the ball in the back of the net. But there wasn't anything that was too far out of the ordinary that they couldn't fix. And I think... Uh, you know, having Matthew McConaughey in the house last night kind of amped up everybody as well. So, is that what it's going to take, though? Hey, like man, every what, match? whatever it takes. No, I but get it. this this city whatever loves this it team. Takes. 
you can just see it, man. It was great. This city loves this team, no matter how bad it does. they were playing prior to this. And it's a heartbeat, man. Yeah, and you, I think you're seeing it turn the corner little by little. You just needed good performances. This draw was a step in the right direction. So let me ask you this. All right, I know you got to get out of here. Um, is this? Were you surprised that the team was able to fight back at least to get the draw? Because in the in in the short campaign so far, it hasn't been an identity that this team has possessed to where they've been able to fight back to even get the draw once they're down. I wouldn't say surprised, but I would say that this was just a late expectation. You know, it's like they had the ability to do this. It was more like a revelation, like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's all like, oh, the passes. They were really dangerous at the very beginning of the match. They just couldn't put one in. Right. And that happens in soccer, They were all around. You just But they were peppering in balls into the box all night. They were playing their game exactly how they wanted. And the substitutions by Coach Wolf, great subs last night. So, you know, I know people are always hard on Coach, you know, because they expect – Greatness. He wears a lot. He wears he yeah. wears a lot on his plate. But, but you know, I think he kind of silenced those critics a little bit last night too, with some key subs late in that game, and and that helped get it drawn when we went behind. Because not they didn't just go behind once; they went behind twice. twice. Correct. And again, you know, this is one of those characters. Football, man. Exactly what you need when you had had a, a difficult start to the season, but you're looking to get back into a positive notion as you try to close in on a playoff seat. What moving and one more on Austin FC. What moving forward do they need to, I guess, tune up in order to right the ship? Mm. Well, I mean, I think they settled a lot of it yesterday because they got some defensive pieces back, and it's just about getting fit and kind of finding that Gel, groove again. again. Yeah, yeah, because chemistry is a big deal because we lost some key players last year from last season's squad that you know made Cogs, that key cops. Yeah. So kind of and and you know Alex Ring is playing in a new position this season, but I saw Danny Perea. Amazing. You know, the youngster was just all over the pitch last night, and he's been doing that last season. But I think he was asked to be in a more defensive role yesterday night, and he, and he came through in most cases. So uh, the wings are still getting things together up top. You know, Rigoni was a big thing coming in. It was good to see Redis have a good game, especially after getting kicked in the face. So, you know, those guys just let them get their confidence. Right. And this is a good step and to let have their, their confidence. Calls. Let them get their confidence and let them get their calls, yeah. too, damn it. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not the, one, I'm not the only one that's. That's trying to be a homer here. I'm not trying to be homer. It's real. Yeah, you know, it's it's real. We'll get we'll get our Ruti going, and then we get Sagas going, and then we're good to go. We got to get you out of here. What's going on with Fight Night? What's going not Fight Night? But what's going on? Doors open at two. Uh, Fight start at three. We got the tickets secured. Yeah, tickets are spoken for. Thank you for everyone for playing along. I'll leave your name at the door, or at least at the table that's set up there. What is my responsibility for this? Do I? You don't gotta do anything, man. I'm not gonna screw the pooch here. No, you've been like my cousin over in Bayonne. You know, when I when I make the call. Ah, uh, crap. A bit earlier than I thought. What, oh, wait, wait, wait. What's going on? No, 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 no. Please give them to sometime better than I. Oh, oh okay. Okay, no worries. All right, so let's... I'll pass it on. All right, one more. Can we get... Hey, uh, real quick, before Smash gets out of here, can we get somebody listening right now that wants to go to... Uh, yeah. You got Ed Herman in tents. You got Mark Coleman, the UFC legend. He's going to be on commentary. What? You got six pro fights. We're going to crown the first ever MFC professional champion in the main event. You got an amateur title fight. Really good fighter in Shaka. I, I enjoy watching him fight. It's going to be a good card. This is going not to mention you. You have upped your wardrobe, my friend. Oh, you man. have been looking pretty daper out there, man. Wait till I you see the shoes tonight, is, man. Dude, dude I know, you. You think you're sly, man, but in, in like a week or two, Smash will be marrying a, a ring girl. 
I'm not. I'm not the. You. You man, can't pull, I know what you're doing, look, man. I'm not going to lie. If you're just going for the ladies, the ring girls from Melee Fighting Championship are A+. They look, are some of the most beautiful women I've ever every, seen. Every week he gets closer and closer. <laughs> like it's just like one, now two, three. It's, it's a, and it's just now that he's going to have a harem. Yeah. A, a harem I, of could, smash. Smashettes? Yeah. I love it. It could be love hard, it. It could be a hard job, but you can see I already have the branding thinking. You never know, man. Love it. You never know. All right, man. Hey, Once thank you. Once get that other sponsor secured, we will be good to go. Anything else before you get out of here? Nah, man. I just That's it, it. It's a pleasure meeting you, my friend. Pleasure meeting you. And uh, Wags, thanks again for having me on. I look forward to running it back next week. And uh, Kruger, thanks again for all the the laughs and the uh, the Haas references. Today. You're the best, man. Where are you gonna have everything on your socials? At the Smash Simmons, I'll uh, put some stuff on TikTok, maybe some things from the ring, but you know, I'll be when, loud. When will you be done with the the event? I'm hoping around seven or eight, Jeez, but you just never know, day, man. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's a grind, but this is what I signed up for. All right, Days brother. Like hey, this. man, much love and much appreciation for what y'all. you do, everything that you do for this show, dude. Uh, uh, that's the Smash Simmons. We got to go. We got to get out of here. And when we come back, we'll put a bow on this bad boy and get you ready for your Sunday sports on the horn. It's the Wide and Wire, 1049, 1019, AM 1260, streaming live at hornfm.com. Now, back to the Wagner Wire. The Wagner Wire, where men come together and talk about things to make people more comfortable. The the if things the we convers- all go yeah, things we all go the conversation that the three gentlemen just had before the microphone came on, and I'm not I'm going to spare the audience the details because damn, getting old sucks, man. It's not for the weak, that's for sure. It's not for the weak, you know it, man. You know it. Welcome back to the Wagon Road. We're uh, last segment here. Put a bow on this bad boy. Got a lot to do today. Um, hey, man, uh, big shout out to Tom McCain Audiovisual Consultations for being sponsors, one of the sponsors of the show here. Every hour brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Uh, for over 31 years now, they have been setting the standard in audiovisual automation in the Central Texas area. Uh, if you want a golf simulator, they can do that. If you want a dream theater system in your living room uh, to where you have a Sonos uh, sound system, surround sound system that is just accessible from the touch of your, your handheld you know, phone. If it's you know Android, it doesn't matter. If it's iPhone, it doesn't matter. It connects to the Sonos app, and you can play multiple zones, multiple different uh, different songs in your house depending on the zone setup. Or you can you know play these, the same song all throughout the house. That's provided with the Sonos setup that you have there. Or in your man cave or your dude's den, princess palace, whatever you want to call it, you have three or four TVs set up to your viewing so that you can see the NFL draft, MLB baseball, NHL Stanley Cup playoff hockey, 
or maybe the NBA playoffs as well. There's so much to watch. I mean, you can only do that with the accessibility that audiovisual consultations provides. 512-255-8678, avconsultations.com. If you don't have an idea of, the, of what you want in your, in your house, look at the gallery of projects that they have on their website at avconsultations.com. Tell them why I sent you. I swear, I'm not staring you wrong. I put money in your pocket at every at the end of the day all the time. Tom McKay puts money in your pocket at the end of the day when we're talking about hockey as well. Please go to the website and you you won't you will not be uh sorry, I promise. AVConsultations.com. All right. Got a little bit more to talk about. Uh, some of the stories, some of the best stories that came out and kind of surfaced out of the draft. Uh, to me, it was cool to see Will Levis actually get drafted after the first day. It gave me a lot of Brady Quinn vibes, right? And not not so much Aaron Rodgers vibes, but Brady Brady Quinn vibes. Um, to where he just dropped and fell and fell, and then he started feeling sorry for him. And you're just like, man, like even Lamar Jack. Like I I knew Lamar Jackson was going to get drafted at some point in the first round. I just didn't think that it would be that late, but I still knew that that Lamar Jackson would get drafted. I did not think that after after Levis slipped past two, I just didn't see a fit for him. I had no idea where he was going to go. People kept, I mean, people that was at Pluckers, and by the way, huge shout out to Christina Killingsworth here that does our marketing and promotions uh, at the Horn for setting up, um, and, and Natalie uh, Gilmer as well, uh, for setting up stuff with pluckers and, and getting the horn staff out there doing the pluckers and, and doing another awesome partnership with pluckers on draft night to give the patrons of pluckers and uh, the people that listen to our show here in our Fairburg of Austin. Uh, just, uh, just a great draft party. It was fantastic. We were multiple setups, uh, multiple talent from the horn were out there doing a, a draft party and we, uh, and we did amazing things. We had a fun time and it's always a fun time there. It's been my, I think this was my fifth year doing it out at Round Rock, and it's just it's always been a blast. Um, so again, I, I can't thank Christina Killingsworth and Natalie uh, for for putting that on for us and working with the the Plucker staff and creating a great partnership and atmosphere, uh, you know, for the horn to work in. Uh, if if you weren't out at my you know venue, I'm sure you had a fun time anyway. Of course, you know it gets wild and crazy at, at the one that I'm running because there are no rules. We run Thunderdome runs it, baby. Thunderdome runs the draft, and that's how we like it out there. But some of the best stories that emerged uh, was the Deuce Vaughn story, and of course Bijan and Rojan, uh, Roshan going out to Chicago as well. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a couple of minutes. I know I only have five minutes. I'm, I meant to talk about this in hour one. I apologize, guys. Well, and well, if we don't get to it this week, we'll touch more on it next week. I, I promise. We need to talk about our, our gridiron greats that are leaving and going into the pros. Um, but Will Levis, like I was trying to figure out where Will Levis would go. Would he be dropping to, uh, you know, to the Saints, you know, after the Saints had already gone out and, and gone and gotten Derek Carr and making a move there? What, you know, was there a chance that he was going to be an experiment at Tennessee, which actually came to fruition, but that's what, that's the only real team that we were kind of, talking about it or eyeing up except maybe Atlanta. We thought for a chance that he could have gone to Atlanta because we just didn't know if they were actually sold on their future. And, and also with Vegas as well, like how bought in was Vegas with Jimmy GQ? 
Uh, you know, McDaniel's won with, with Jimmy GQ before. Uh, I mean, hell, McDaniel's won with Tebow. But he also, we, we, we saw the debacle that happened last year with Vegas with Derek Carr when, you know, Derek Carr put up, you know, numbers that rivaled Patrick Mahomes the year before. So the, the, the McDaniel effect can, can be a negative aspect as well. So hopefully, uh, hopefully Jimmy GQ can continue to manage, uh, manage football games as well as he did uh, when he was in San Francisco. I still think that he was a product of the system there being in Shanahan, uh, being in Shanahan system. Um, but yeah, so where would Will Levis go? It ended up being uh, actually Tennessee. Now, did I think that he had a chance to go to Texas after um, Bryce Young was selected? No. What I thought was going to happen was C.J. Stroud go number one. I did not think Bryce Young was going to go number one, um, especially after the measurements came in. You know, sat there at I believe he came in at five eight, which was just crazy. Or maybe it was five nine. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, five nine. Um, but still, it was very very short quarterback. Now we we've seen the product that he's been able to perform on the field, and you know, tape speaks for itself, of course. But could that translate and, and move over to the pros? I just wasn't a believer. I was more of a believer in C.J. Stroud after what I saw him do against Georgia, because that game film, that game film actually will not lie. And it does translate well because you've seen what Philadelphia did, taking most of you know four all American Georgia defenders in the past two years over the past two years in the NFL draft. Um, yeah, you know that SEC SEC talent usually translates well to the NFL pros. Um, I thought Will Levis. I, I was with Ty. Ty and I were uh, were talking a really good game on Will Levis. We thought that maybe he was going to be the real deal because the lack of we don't want to say lack of talent that he had surrounding him at Kentucky, but the fact that he didn't have as much as other SEC teams had on the offensive side of the ball, that could help him. He was going up against defensive studs uh, playing in the SEC, so we thought maybe you know having talent doing that would be able to translate well into the NFL. Again, I thought Stroud was going to go number one based off of what he did, uh, his productivity against Georgia, and then um, – Will Levis would go number two. Way off on that one. Uh, you know, sorry about that if you put any prop bets, you know, in on Will Levis. But after that, I didn't really know where Will Levis, Will Levis was going to drop to. I didn't really see the potential. Could he go out to Seattle, go out west to Seattle? Eh, maybe not. But I think a good fit is for him in Tennessee. Uh, the the storyline that really just made me swell up and, and tear up was Deuce Vaughn, like having Chris Vaughn be able to call up his son and say, hey, Hey bud, you want to come to work with me next week? Like, I I don't know if that was scripted or staged or what, but I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was a great moment. If you haven't seen it, please go to it. I'll tweet it out on my Twitter, not the fake wags. But yeah, uh, Deuce Vaughn, local hometown stud here, um, been able to carve him up all over the field, man. On on any type of talent level, high school ball, you know, college ball, and now he's going to be able to do it at pro ball too. Sixth round pick for the Dallas Cowboys, dream come true, man. Uh, being that his father works for the organization of the Cowboys, uh, he was also in with Charlie Strong's staff here when uh, we were at the Longhorns here, and um, you know he's going to be able to have it with uh, with Deuce Vaughn, you know, being in his son or being his son there at the sixth round. Uh, big shout out and thank you to uh, Sonny Hinojosa and Al Walsh and Keenan Womack for my guests today. And Smash, thank you for all that you do. 
crew. Thank you for all that you do guiding traffic in and off these Austin radio airwaves. You guys know the drill. Level up, get the dub, and enjoy the ride.